I was raised in Lafayette, Louisiana. My daddy, he's a captain of his own shrimp boat. <laughs> I hated my daddy. He was a mean old man, my daddy. He took an eight-year-old Bray White and he pulled him out of school. He didn't think I needed to learn with him other kids. <laughs> but then randomly one day, my daddy, his boat, well, caught on fire. And it sunk him down into the daggone sea with it. And I went away. I went away for a while. <laughs> but Bray Wyatt, he told himself how to read. And I started out with C Spot Run. And then it was Clifford the Big Red Dog. And then it was the good book mostly after that. <laughs> and I learned. And I learned a lot of things. I learned how this world likes to throw away a little white trash peon like Bray Wyatt. And let me tell you something. I ain't no white trash. And I ain't no peon either. I am better than you all. And I wouldn't want to be that guy. I wouldn't want to be that guy, that first guy that has to get in the ring with me, man. I wouldn't want to be you. Because I am going to take pleasure in watching you burn, man. <laughs> Just like my daddy. <laughs> Come with me. Time is on my side. So, um, speaking of future endeavors... Oof. This was a big one. This, so did this surprise what what yeah. Just tell us what happened. This, this shocked me. It's just like it was just a a normal Sunday, a, a normal Saturday morning, and all of a sudden we get the uh, WWE has come to terms on the release of Bray Wyatt Wyndham Rotunda. We mm -hmm. wish him the best in all his future endeavors. Oof. Wow. Yeah. I, I think that Twitter, I mean, twenty four hours later, Twitter is still reeling yeah still reeling over this because they've made a lot of you know obviously their creative has been in the toilet i mean there's no doubt about it they've made so many questionable decisions lately i mean we're on the verge of the biggest free agent signings in a long time with daniel bryan and cm punk so to you know and then they cut a lot of people that you didn't expect like braun Strowman. Samoa Joe, who ended up getting hired back, but this one was a big one. This well, was nobody. No, nobody is really sure what what's going on. We haven't no. seen them in so long. No, and even the whole thing they've been doing with the Fiend gimmick and Alexa Bliss and uh, the Funhouse, it's been confusing. And what the last time we saw him, didn't he come out and lose to Randy Orton? Yeah, and WrestleMania yeah. because of the list, uh, Alexa, and then that, and they never revealed that and then they showed him the next day and said things are coming and then he just waved and then you never saw him again yeah there's there's a couple schools of thought you know one of them being let's just get this out of the way you know with the death of you know Brody Lee you know there were there were a lot of rumors that you know maybe his mental health wasn't there and if that's the case you know we we hope he gets the help that he is if if it's that but that is just like that has not been confirmed or denied by anybody we haven't heard anything about him that's just the speculation. speculation the only other two speculations that have a little bit more credence to it is you know there's a lot of texts that were sent to the talent saying that they were let go he was let go for budget cuts which would be a disaster there are also rumors you know that some of the 
you know, texting some of the, some of the other talent that he was having a lot. He was very protective of his creative character because of questionable creative up to this point. Mm-hmm. And that's a big one too. And it's just like, and that him and Vince were having a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. And then they find, and uh, Nick Khan, you know, who's been given more power than anybody in the history of WWE to make a lot of decisions. Yeah. So yeah. Nick Khan is like um, the Bobs. Yeah. Right. So he's in there asking, you know, basically lining up all the wrestlers and saying, what what would you say you, it is you do here? Yeah. Without having an understanding, now I'm, I, he, maybe he has an understanding of, he has no history in wrestling. This right. is a business guy. This is a finance and guy. And as, as WCW in the 90s can tell you, that never goes well. Yeah. That um, never goes well. So it looks like he's definitely he's been sort of, you know, trimming the fat, trying to get the costs down and make WWE more profitable. Um, did you see or hear the things about the uh, WWE investor call? I did. I saw some of it where Vince pretty much kind of the one part that he kind of discounted AEW that he doesn't see him as competition. Yeah, but there was one thing he said in there is like, we should give him some more of our guys or something like that. Yeah. Did you see that part? Oh, yes. And he kind of mumbled. It was inaudible at the end. Right? Yeah. And he said, we should we should give them some more maybe. And that was right before or a couple days before the whole Bray Wyatt thing. Oh, but, wow. I forgot about that. But um, I think you you brought this up. Is like, is it is it possible? Is it a thing that WWE thinks it, or it's trying to uh, – sink aw by giving them too much talent to sign it's very and i mean that that it did kill wcw yeah now not having too much talent was one of their problems but not having somebody to control this talent was the other one yeah aw's not having that problem yet as far as like being able to they're not having uh ego issues in the back that we've been made aware of yeah yet so uh, but yeah, there's no way they can take everybody, and there's no way they should take everybody. But yeah. when you have somebody like Bray Wyatt, you have to take them. You can't leave someone like that on the bench. But what is the bench these days? Is it? It almost feels to me like what's beginning. I, I saw this video. There's another YouTube page that you should check out if you haven't seen it. Uh, it's called uh, Tranquilo Club. Oh no, I've not. Anyway, seen that. he does wrestling videos, and they're pretty good. And he was uh, talking about how we are seeing the formation of the Wrestleverse. And it's the WWE and the Wrestleverse. The Wrestleverse is everything else that's not WWE, which is becoming more and more free to cross over with each other. Wow. You know what I mean? So now, leaving WWE, yes, we've got AEW that's blowing up. And they're, they're, you know, they're obviously the number two right now. And they're rising fast. Yeah. But they don't need to sign everybody to a full-time contract. No. They, they can don't. book guys for a few five, months. A five-match deal, yeah. ten-match deal. You're yeah. right. doesn't so have to Maybe be cycle long-term. through a pay-per-view cycle, something like that. And um, they can do that. And these guys are free to go to uh, New Japan. These guys are free to hit the indies. Um, look, I mean, th- there's other options. Impact is, is seems like a better option than it's been in years. Yeah. It seems almost appealing. Like you, you can do stuff there. NWA doesn't look that bad. I saw somebody tweet out that Bray should go to NWA and just take it over. I was like, that's that'd be kind of cool. I bet Billy Corgan would be all for that. Oh, he would totally all be for it. You know, you're right. Is this the revenge of the territories? Is yeah. this the revenge of what NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance, where all the territories 
were running their own thing and they'd have handshake agreements or contracted agreements to share talent and not cross the streams when needed. Yeah. And, and all, all, yeah. And all the while the talent gets to retain their creative. Yeah. Except now you're right. But back then they were, the talent was still beholden to, you know, the booker, the promoters there. But now you have talents like CM Punk and Bray Wyatt and Daniel Bryan that are going to like, you know where you're getting They're like, okay, we're going to get you. And you just do you. Yeah. Just let them. I mean, are you going to seriously? I mean, let's face it. Matt Hardy is basically getting to do whatever he wants in AEW. And that's why he's like, you know what? I don't want to do Broken Matt anymore. I want the uh, the Hardy party. Well, he's smart, right? It, it it had to drop mid-pandemic. Yeah. So, I mean, that first. I remember when, um, when we all knew he was headed to AEW. I was so ready for that pop when he, you know, dropped, you know, came out of the stands and was doing the delete. Oh, chant. yeah. But he had to do it to no crowd. Yeah, nobody there. So might as well put that back in the closet for a while. Yeah, and maybe, it can revisit it at any time. Who knows? Maybe to. next year it's gonna it's gonna drop. Wow. Here's the thing about Bray. You know that it's you know, and Mick Mick Foley made a tweet and said, with WWE's release of Bray Wyatt, the company has lost a true visionary and a creative genius, one of the most innovative makers of mayhem of pro wrestling has ever seen. Here's hoping Bray finds happiness and recreates him self once again in wrestling and life or both bray wyatt is talented enough where who's to say that he can't cut a deal with a company like even shutter and just get like a a tv show deal or mm-hmm. just like like who's not going to be interested in, in in pitches of what bray wyatt has to do in in the horror genre right you know which is a genre that's close to us as well that he gets to do both so no longer he's in that a unique position where he can dip his toe in many worlds. So like you said, that the uh, idea of just like, okay, maybe I'll do a little with AEW. Maybe I'll go to Japan. Maybe I'll also cut a deal here and just be the brand, be his brand. Yeah. I mean, that's very appealing where now you're no longer, everything has to cycle through WWE. Right. That's no longer... People are trying to get away from that because it was too hard to scrape a living together. So I was like, man, it's nice to have a guaranteed contract, mm-hmm. you know, and then that basically that and Vince put the territories out of business. Now we've come full circle mm-hmm. and everybody's trying desperately to get out of their contracts to have that freedom to like the rumor, you know, what Brian Daniels Danielson's going to be. Yeah, he gets to go to AEW, but I want to wrestle as American Dragon. I also want the ability to go to Japan. Yep. And so he can, and there's, they're not going to say no. I mean, Moxley's doing that right now. So they're like, you're right. That Wrestleverse is going to become very profitable and a lot of opportunities for the wrestlers itself. Matt, Matt Cordona is another one. You mm-hmm. see, he's, he's creating his own, he's creating his own brand because the internet didn't exist for these guys to get themselves over without a promoter before. Yeah. When we were doing the uh, Matt Cardona podcast, I was looking at some of his old social media video- videos. Guy was awesome. Guy was way ahead of the curve. Yeah, he was. So, I, I mean, there's no, no – literally, Bray's saying of, I got the whole world in my hands is a shoot in this case because he can do mm-hmm. whatever he wants. Yeah. I mean, you got Alexa Bliss tweeting at him. You got, you know, Braun Strowman tweeting at him. I mean, everybody is – here's the thing. Without even knowing why he was let go, WWE was instantly put as the heel. Yeah, because they've screwed so many people in the past. You know, I got somebody added us on Twitter. 
about this. And it's just like, well, you're really jumping to conclusions. Like without even knowing, it's just like you are basing it off past data. We did base it off past data because they've made these huge blunders before. So when you get somebody, and I'm sorry, I disagree with this guy that's on Twitter. It's just like he was on pace to have an undertaker, undertaker level career. I'm, I'm, I. Well, they I, gave him the title fast. Yeah, and I, I mean, just like no, he's not on the level of Undertaker. He's not yet. Yeah, you know, he's he. I mean, we've had less than ten years of Bray Wyatt. You know, it was just like, but who's this? You know, he was evolving. You know, he went from the Wyatt family, and then he shook the world up with the Fiend. You know, who knows what we've lost? Yeah, you know, with doing this. So, you know, what he's going to do? He's just going to let them keep the Fiend. He's going to let them creep keep Bray Wyatt. He's going to come up with another great gimmick and he's going to, he's going to be totally fine. WWE is the only one that loses in this deal. And the fans who, who saw the potential of that, that universe he created in there and they screwed up. Yeah. Well, you know, coming out of WWE now, do you see him continuing on with the gimmick or is he going to be Wyndham Rotunda? Oh, he's going to have something completely different. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what it's going to be. It may be a, a version or a flavor of it, but I mean, he's, I mean, he's so creative. There's, I, he can, he can literally just come in. He might as well use that name. But he's so known now. I feel like he just can't come in with a character gimmick. Like he's got to, he's got to have to be himself and then somehow mutate himself into a gimmick. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, Moxley's really the only one that, we have to compare it to that pulled it off, right? It's yeah. just like you knew him so well as Dean Ambrose, and he dropped that. And now you don't even think of him as Dean Ambrose, mm-hmm. right? So I think we're, it's going to have to be a version of that. But the difference is, you know, Dean Ambrose is still John Moxley, and John Moxley is still Dean, Am- just a version of that, where that very intense character, where I think he's going to have, you know, Bray Wyatt's always going to have that aura about him that I it's gonna I think it would be really hard for him to me like the Matt Hardy thing for me isn't working just because that his aura as broken Matt was so well that he hasn't fully shook that yet yeah where Bray Wyatt's gonna have that same problem it's just like it's gonna be really hard to not you know because instantly everyone's like oh makes sense put him in the dark order he leads the dark order now as he comes in to replace Brody Lee his good friend to try to make them dark again yeah, I don't think I don't think Dark Order can go back to being heel anytime soon. No, yeah, and they wouldn't because you know, wherever Bray goes, it's just like okay for six months you're gonna have to be, you're gonna be a baby face because we can't think he's gonna get such a monster pop mm-hmm. and people he's gonna have the people singing and chanting. He's just like they're gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be a cult. he is like in a weird way he's a cult leader. I mean. WWE worked a lot of stuff, but what they didn't work was everybody turning on the cell phones and waving it, the fireflies. Mm-hmm. That was organic. Yeah. We saw it at WrestleMania because Rock, you know, Rock, Rock doesn't, Rock goes off script and he basically says, you have all these people, you know, in your hands and just like, you need to do something with that. I yeah. mean, he's going to still have that. I mean, wrestling's in his blood, right? It's just like, you know, his brother kind of got screwed, you know, that's what's weird. He screwed his brother and his dad, you know, Mike Rotunda, a legend and Bo Dallas, who also never got a fair shake. They've let them go all within a couple of months span. Did Bo Dallas retire? He got like, he got future endeavor too. But did he retire from wrestling? I, I mean, he's not doing anything that I know of. So, but I, I think he was 
uh, future endeavored and it didn't really was never even mentioned. Yeah. So, uh, it would be great to see them together. I really thought they, they both have such a, you know, it's in their blood, you know, it's, I think seeing them together would have been really good. So I, hopefully they end up there together, but Bray's going to, he's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. And it's just like now again, WWE is, is creating all their enemies, and I don't really even think they care anymore. That's one thing that was very clear in that investor call uh, because, yes, I am a stockholder, so I'm allowed to share my opinion like this. <laughs> I still own that stock, uh, so I can hear the call. And it's just like it, it's they don't care. They don't yeah. really care. They're not catering to the fans anymore. They're catering to what Vince and what the back office says more than they are catering to the fans. Right. Well, they're, they, Vince used to be in the uh, wrestling business. Yep. Then he got into the entertainment business, and now he's in the content business. Yeah. Well, go ahead and, I mean, this is yours, so I don't want to take your, uh, take your shine. But you're the one that said it. They're going to make more money from NBC than they are from fans. Yeah. Right? So, like, who are you, who are you going to adhere to, right? You're going to just sell to uh, a content streamer who's going to give you money to license that deal yeah. versus worry about having good creative to get good ratings. Can you see them ever sort of their uh, fandom waning? Because they're so huge. And I, I don't know. We've talked about this before. I feel like the last few years especially, it's been difficult to really enjoy WWE. Like, they have so much shitty creative. Um, but you know, they still make money. This people are still watching it. Could you see it ever like waning and actually, you know, what if NBC says, Hey, nobody likes this, you know, what, how, who would be booking the show then? Yeah, that's scary. I mean, you, uh, you're hoping at that point, Vince can't be in the picture anymore for them, it, the, to, for them to survive long longer term because i don't think they're going away but for them to survive and thrive long term vince won't be able to be in the picture anymore and it's going to come down to a board and it's going to come down to somebody has to realize that somebody has to care about the product still yeah and that's going to be again i still think triple h might be that person he's biting his tongue more than people everybody gives him a lot of heat but if you watch the stuff that he does with nxt he does care about the history of the business. So if wherever, if, if he turns out to be the Dana White on the board and then in Stephanie in, in a, in a sense where, you know, she doesn't, she, she's in a really hard place too, because she still has to listen to her dad, you know, who, who's kind of running the show, you know, but he's still, it's still his sandbox. It's still his toys for them to thrive long-term they're going to need somebody in there who cares about the product and they don't really currently have that yeah i don't think they have that i think they have too many people that are biting their tongue Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that are capable of doing it but the only ones that are surviving in the office right now are the ones that are able to bite their tongues the longest or that are just molding into these yes men yeah and i think that's because be you know they were the custodians of history right they won all the wars so i i don't see like the hall of fame is going to become a physical place for a hall of fame but what is the what is going to be the future of wwe yeah i mean i i don't know i i, I don't know what that's going to look like i don't think it's ever going to like fully go away mm-hmm. because all you really it can be completely scaled back and still be a very profitable you know they're still making money but so 
and they can scale back and make more money. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I foresee like a lot of cuts like this happening, but there's too much history for it to just completely go away. I think people are, are rebelling against it right now. But if all of a sudden, if there was like a, when all of a sudden there was a house cleaning and a lot of back end got cleaned up, then I think people would start to win because again, you still love it. You want them to succeed. It's not like I'm just so tired of them. I just want them to go out of business. I just want it to be good. Yeah. I just want it to be, I want, I want to like it. And like lately, I can't wait for the next episode of Dynamite. You know, I'm looking forward to it, you know, every week. Um, I haven't felt that way about WWE in a while. No. And I don't know. Could they get back to that? I'm sure they could. They have every advantage in the world. They have all the talent. They've got all the production. Um, But right now, it seems like they are not, they're not afraid of AEW at all. No. Vince made it pretty clear. Should they be afraid? Could AEW really take a big bite? I mean, even if 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 Tony Khan does sign some of this talent and works deals with them, I think I could blow up in Vince's face because, like, let's say, you know, Bray gets a deal with AEW to work a few months and then goes to Japan and then goes to NWA and does it does a does something there. Yeah. Um, and he's doing just fine. And it's not coming out of AEW's checkbook. Right. You know? And they just are cycling the, these guys through. Meanwhile, Vince is trying to hold on to his exclusive guys. Yeah, and, and, and it's just, I don't think it's going to help him. Would he start doing that? Would he get into the shared talent business? No, no. I, I mean, I was shocked when he did it with ECW. And I think the only reason he even did it back then is because, you know, he was secretly funding them on the on the DL. Right. But, you know, stuff that didn't Vince didn't create, He they, it's not his. Yeah. He, it's, it's like it doesn't even exist, other than Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> Other than Goldberg. Um and but like um even like everything think of like a lot of the stars in uh WWE or the rising stars in WWE are like ex NXTers that didn't get to the main roster. Like they're getting some big names and 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 uh I don't know, Ty Conti's going to be a huge star. Oh yeah. She's she's, she's amazing. Great. Um you know, um I can't think of any others, but it basically NXT feels a little bit like a feeder for AEW too. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know it totally is. Uh, here's something from uh, on Twitter. Uh, Fiend for followers. Fiending for followers. This is a cool take I did not think of just because would he do it? He's done it before, but he did it again. He's got a picture of Edge pointing at his head like he's outsmarted everyone in the room. And it says, Bray Wyatt got released, but the Fiend didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, WWE owns that image, mm-hmm. owns that name. Would they go back to do what they did when they had fake Razor Ramon and fake Diesel come out? Um, will, do, will will they see, will you see a fake fiend? Do that at your own risk. Um, unless you're going to go back to the fake TV screens, I don't see that working <laughs> at all. Oh my god! But would they even try? I mean, the fake Razor and the fake fiend, uh, fake Diesel—that was a huge flop. Yeah, you know, people still talk about it now, but at the time, it was not well received at all. Yeah, and crowds are way smarter now. Yeah, they know they have more information. They have way more information. You yeah. can't you. They know the fiend is Bray Wyatt, and if you put out a fake fiend, they will they will shit all over it. There's oh no there's no way unless they can somehow actually write a decent storyline where someone becomes the fiend. Okay, if they can take someone and actually give them that gimmick and let them build them into it, right. give us a believable story, then maybe. But if they just come out with a fake fiend, no. 
Nightmare on Elm Street Four. You'll need my powers. Throw mm-hmm. it to him. Oh man, I don't. I don't think it would work. Yeah. I, I mean, but we'll, I know it wouldn't work. But would they try it? Yeah. I, I and I don't know if the talent even wants to do it. I mean, Alexa Bliss on Twitter. I mean, she broke. She, she broke character and was like she was shook. Yeah. She was totally shook because she's the one that got pulled into that gimmick, you know, and she was doing it so well. But now it's just like in a weird way. She's going to kind of keep a version of that gimmick. Because I thought it was strange that she did change to her music. Mm-hmm. Like, because clearly WWE can still use everything that's Fiend related, you know, and they can use the Firefly Funhouse. They can use all that. But should they? <laughs> right? Um, it, they, de- it depends. It, is, is Vince going to do it out of spite? Man, I don't know. Is he going to just do it to spite? That Vince, uh, that Vince puppet might think it's good shit, pal. Mm. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's going to be weird. I, I think if I were if I were to bet, I would bet Vince will try to use the fiend somehow. Oh man, I, I think he'll try to use it. Um, and uh, the, the, I think the question is going to be how will he do it, and will it definitely fail? Man, yeah, no, <laughs> it's going to fail. I mean, there were some. I mean, Daniel Bryan and, and Fiend had a lot of, uh, with Bray Wyatt, had a lot of good work uh, together. Yeah. You know, so I, I mean, obviously, I think, again, I think he's going to be too good uh, to not, to just sit there. But I just do feel like uh, there's a lot, again, it makes, again, I, I hope it's not uh, a, an issue that he's having some, you know, mental issues over the stuff. I mean, you really hope it's not, you know, because he's too talented. I mean, he's too much of an asset to that form of entertainment to lose it. But so much talent is coming in his favor, like coming to his side. Uh, Even the talent that, you know, running the risk of getting scolded by the office, you know, basically showing their support for Bray that I don't know if anybody would want to even touch it. So I heard a theory, someone, another YouTuber posted, and I wondered if this what you would thought of this take. Um, he said that it felt to him like, and this goes along with maybe the, the whole Nick Khan is the Bob's thinking, um, that WWE is sort of like cutting folks um, who are uber creative and uber, um, you know, sort of... Uh, have a very unique gimmick and can't really do much else over people that they can continually uh, rebrand and mold into characters that they want. Oh man. So just basically like old school studio actors that they can just keep plugging in and out of their stuff. Yeah. Oof. Is that what's going on? I mean, Alistair Black was a pretty unique character. He can't be anybody but Alistair Black. Yeah. You know what I mean? Bray Wyatt was always sort of a version of Bray Wyatt, except for when he was the Fiend, which was also still just a version of Bray Wyatt. Right. Um, but you couldn't make Bray Wyatt something else. So who else has got cut recently? Um, Braun Strowman. Yeah. Uh, who also tweeted out saying like that he showed a picture of him and Bray hugging mm-hmm. like they were going to have some kind of reunion soon. Yeah. I mean, hmm. I don't know. There was a rumor like he has his Bray account and then there's another the Wyndham Rotunda account, which I don't know if it's like super private or super locked down. But there was a rumor of the cult of Wyndham coming soon. 
So I think if you put him in any kind of like cult leader, which is basically what he has, you know, that's who his gimmick has. I think it's going to work like no matter what. Yeah. I mean that any kind of like, and I guess that's why everyone's like, oh yeah, he definitely should be like the dark order. I don't know if he, I mean, he doesn't have to wear a mask. I, I think he should for a while just you step away from using that mask anyway. Yeah. I don't think it's necessary. I mean, I think that was a great, it was a fantastic gimmick, but I mean, just let the world see you now, you know? And like you said, just that real version of you, mm-hmm. you're the, you know, that that's the reason why the Wyatt family and the fiend and the firefly Funhouse worked. It was because of him. Yeah. Everybody, he is the talent behind all of those gimmicks. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, again, there's a lot of rumors that, you know, they always had the Undertaker gimmick waiting for the right person. That Undertaker gimmick would not have worked as well with anyone other than Mark Calloway. Right. Right. So I think that we're, it's in a very similar position with, you know, Bray Wyatt, you know, Wyndham Rotunda. That is just like, he is what makes everything works. Yeah. But. I don't know, dude, it's just like, it's still trending so much. I mean, it's such a big, hot topic between, you know, fans, people in and out of the business uh, have an opinion and a say about this. You know, Aleister Black, uh, Malachi Black, you know, Tommy Enns dropped a, dropped a thing on Twitter about basically giving his opinion on it. He was another one that was completely misused and yeah. then dropped. So. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, but again, this is going to be one of those moments that another one of those WWE mistakes, the fans are going to benefit and other companies are going to benefit. And that's not the issue. The issue is WWE doesn't care. Yeah. They just don't care. Yeah. And it's going to come down to the fans. Do you guys want a wrestling show or do you guys want wrestling content? Yeah. Oh, it's just like I... I, somebody needs to future endeavor the people making these decisions and liberate the WWE that we all still love. Mm-hmm. We still love that company, what it was. We don't like what it is right now. And I think it can go back to what it was, but it's not that right now. So that needs to, whoever's making those calls need to, needs to really be future. And it's going to happen eventually. Yeah. You know, they're going to either, they're going to sell to Peacock or somebody and somebody's going to take care of their content. And then there's going to be somebody they need a Kevin Feige. They need some, I mean, look, even star Wars, which is such a beloved brand is struggled when it did, you know, when it lost its George Lucas and, and now it took a few just like, okay, maybe, you know, Dave Filoni is John Favreau. That's because Kathleen Kennedy wasn't cutting it. They're going to, you know, WWE may have a moment like that. It's just like, who is going to, take care of this it happened with wcw except the difference is you know the time warner board said yeah screw them yeah just let it go we'll just let them sell it for scrap money yeah and they had a lot of just their initial signings had too much control they were making too much money yeah booking themselves so yeah somebody's got to be booking the show and in charge of it i think tony khan's doing a great job and i think he's a smart guy um hey man it's revenge of the marks yeah it's like this is, I know this is what uh, Jim Cornette's always saying, Tony Khan's Mark, and you know Mark's can't book shows, but 
he's doing a good job, and I look forward to the show. The pay-per-view is doing well. They're about to probably see their biggest event yet. Yeah. Huge. Um, oh, yeah. They have multiple uh, big events coming this up. This month is going to be huge for them. Yeah. Yeah. August um, is – I mean, this this time – Next month, we're going to be having a completely different conversation of yeah. where AEW Dynamite is. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, Cornette doesn't like it for a lot of the stuff. And I'm not, a lot of his stuff he says is true. But here's the thing they, they've been succeeding because they are an alt- alternative to something that we all love, but is really bad right now. Yeah. And we just want it to get. Here's the secret. N- there is a very, very small minor. If if you want any of these companies to go out of business, then you're not really a fan. Yeah. We just want them to be good. Just want it to be good. Yeah. And it's just like, you know what would be better than what we're getting right now? WWE being good and AEW being good and then competing. And that's what we got in the late 90s. Yeah. And we'd love to have that again. Yeah. And then somebody good from one of those shows ends up on NWA for a while. Yeah. And you tune into that. Yeah. I, I would love to do that. I mean, Billy Corgan, I mean, he's got money and he's a fan too. Yeah. I mean, he wants this stuff to survive. So, but just again, what we, you got to take care of your talent and these, and they are, the talent is getting treated like cattle right now. Yeah. WWE and it shows, and some of them are handling it. And just like, okay, oh, well, I'm going to still get paid. And some of them are not. And some, and then they're just leaving or they're getting cut. Yeah. You know, or, you know, or they'll do like punk and just like walk out the door and say, mm-hmm. screw you. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you go back and listen to his podcast, you know, the podcast he was on, I mean, he let it all and it sounded the exact thing happened to him, happened to Moxley as well. So you can't say it's not happening to the rest of this talent, but all of us, myself included, when you meet Vince and you're just like, this is the guy that you grew up watching and looking at. It's it's really hard to all of a sudden now you get your dream job and say, wait a minute, that's stupid. I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know, you can even hear, you know, when Undertaker is like, oh my God, I was scared to death that I was going to be the Eggman, you know, at the Survivor Series. It's just like, because you, you work so hard of living in your car and not having food. All of a sudden, you're like, you're going to get paid to do what you love, but he may make you do something stupid. <laughs> you know, but now it feels like it, more than ever, this stuff is really, really bad. Yeah. Like, and it's just the creatives has to be fixed. This has to be repaired to, you know, for this business, you know, for that company to continue. Yeah. I don't want it to just be, Someday that it for just to be, you know, a Hall of Fame, you know, that you go and visit and remember you want it to be still be around. Yeah. So I, yeah. Uh, and I want it to be a competitive and good industry that you can, that you have. I don't care if you like AEW and, and one and not the other, but you just want them to both to be thriving in some way, shape or form. Yeah. And, you want to be able to, you want to have options. Yeah. And, you know, competition, uh, you know, drives creativity. Right. And that's what and that's what we're looking for. So, I, you know, I hope, you know, Wyndham ends up in a place where he's going to force WWE's hand. I hope Punk, between Punk and Brian and Wyndham and, and all these guys just end up in these places where it just forces... Uh, what do they say? You know, the rising tide raises all boats. The cream yeah. rises <laughs> to the top. That's right. <laughs>